Welcome, welcome, welcome back. This is Ronnie Reyes at the Spark Your Heart Show. We are at my favorite part of the show called The Turning Point. This is where we get into the emotional goodness. Um, mm-hmm. Is there emotional goodness in financial planning? I'm not so quite much. sure. But um, <laughs> what has been one of the most emotional meetings you've had with one of your clients? It was actually with a prospective client. Okay. But someone that I was, we, we use this term, it may not be familiar to everyone, but we say we're taking a stand for someone. And uh, it's it was with a friend who I know need get, you know gets to needs to sit down and have some tough conversations about how they're setting themselves up financially, how they're making poor choices financially. And, uh, and we've had conversations and they keep saying they want to come in, but they're not. <laughs> and so uh, we all avoid certain parts of money and, and avoid having difficult conversations, but I had to get really vulnerable with this person. And to the point that I was in tears that I, I love you so much that I am asking you to take this step to have the things in your life that you say you want, because this isn't working for you anymore. Yeah. And, um, in life and it, we, we say you're either being enrolled or you're enrolling. And that was the place where I had to step in and say, I'm not going to listen to this conversation anymore because it's not serving you. Uh, it, it was incredibly difficult to have, but it, it opens, uh, it opened up a new possibility in, in our relationship, but also in them understanding that, yes, they, they get to take action and get help. Yeah. And that is perfect. It leads me to my second question here. Money is so emotional. And again, this segment is called the turning point. Mm-hmm. When was that moment in your life, in your career, when you knew you had to really stop and help and support people in regards to their money? That's a, it's a, such a touchy subject. It, that's exactly why. Because I, I love being in the advisor role. I was great at it at UNLV and I'm very passionate about it working with students. But I want to spend the rest of my life working with people and helping people. And I can't think of a more important subject, a more important place to be in people's lives and talking about money and having those difficult conversations and breaking them down so that uh, so that people can can turn their life around or on the other side of it, not turn your life around and start making wise choices, but have someone that's that cares you cares about you, which is me to keep your finances in order. If you have, you know, however much you have to make sure you have somebody that's trustworthy, that's going to be honest and, and have great conversations. Trust, honesty, mm-hmm. it, to me, those things are like as valuable as currency, as money, as mm-hmm. credit, um, and sometimes even more so. So uh, why are relationships and finance, finances, they're, they're basically intertwined. They are. Yeah. They are. Well, uh, in, in college, I've studied about this and I read about it as well, that, uh, that the number one reason that couples don't make it in the world is because of money, financial reasons, financial arguments. They can't get along. One spouse does something the other spouse doesn't agree with. So money's the, the number one reason that couples survive or, th- or don't. Yeah. Everybody out there go like this. Yes. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, money, relationships, definitely intertwined. And uh, what emotion, what role does do emotions play when it comes to doing your financial planning. Um, I guess I'm having a hard time with 
how do you get the honesty mm-hmm. about somebody's finances out of them? Specifically, my situation with Angela is that we have two different views on money. She's very conservative. I'm kind of aggressive when it comes to money and investments mm-hmm. and stuff like that. How do, should I take my emotion out of it and, you know, put it on the robo advisor and just have my robot do it for me? I think that what happens with emotions, there's a whole... There's a whole behavioral finance uh, sector in in education and in the world talks about removing the emotion from investments in particular. But when we make emotional decisions, especially about money, a lot of times we don't necessarily make the right decisions. So uh, people have emotional attachments to stuff in their life. And uh, you see this in the way people use credit cards. Is it a need or is it a want? And your emotions will drive you a certain way. So when we take the emotions out of your financial life, you can have perspective on, is this choice going to make the most sense for what I want big picture? Is this choice going to uh, get us to where we wanna go as a couple? Is it serving our life vision? Or is it uh, emotional, like I'm just having a bad day and I'm gonna go buy something and make myself feel better. Um, Emotions misguide us and in the world of emotional intelligence, we learn that, that when we let our emotions drive us, they have us, we don't have them. And then your life can be all over the place. So I, I believe that the power of a financial planner is to get you out of that emotional conversation and really look at the the investment choices or the savings choices that are going to benefit you long term, not mm-hmm. just on a, on a day-to-day whim. And I kind of want to fast forward in this conversation. Um, you and I spoke at breakfast about mine and Angela's um, financial perspective. And mm-hmm. again, and I at the risk of sounding like I'm repeating myself, she's super conservative. She's very conservative. And I'm aggressive. So my next point would be what tips could you give us in regards to renegotiating or negotiating mm-hmm. when it comes to our financial outlook? What's most important is that you at uh, you somehow and and we have that the financial roadmap tool to open up the conversation but that if you sit down with me or a third party that you somehow get on the same page about something mm-hmm. and in a, in a marriage um because you're less you're less risk adverse she's risk adverse there are still things that you need to accomplish and that you want to accomplish together as a couple mm-hmm. so there is a common ground there and there's a way to meet in the middle it doesn't have to be she's a no, you're a yes, or you're both no's. You know, there's a win-win in there somewhere. It's just about having the right kind of conversation, asking the right questions of her. Of uh, we know that you that you don't want to open up credit cards. We know that you don't want to take out credit. Right. But we know, you know, Ronnie, you're you're okay with that. Right. But what is it that you're planning for anyway? What what is this all about anyway? What why is it important to have this conversation? Because it's philosophical instead of being a tangible goal or a tangible result. Yeah, I I could see that. And um, how do I respect her perspective in regards to being conservative and not let it shut me down? Because I am more aggressive when it comes to investments or starting businesses mm-hmm. like that. Um, I just, I, I struggle with the renegotiating. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. I guess we, Angela and I get to be on the same page about our foundational goals of um, providing for Kennedy, providing for our, our future, mm-hmm. you know, like that. So um, the emotion part for me is sometimes very, very difficult. And how, 
what advice would you give me in regards to getting Angela to open up about her finances? Because, I mean, I'm not trying to pry, and I know everybody's so different emotionally when it comes to money. What tips could you give me to, what questions can I ask Angela to say, hey, babe, it's cool, we're going to talk about money, I'm not trying to get into your checking account, you know what I mean? So uh, it's, it's funny, we're asking about taking the emotion out of it, yeah. but women were emotional beings. And that uh, you may not win a logical argument with her. You may not, it, from a male perspective, men, we, it, you tend to go in a logical place with money. Women, we go with feelings. So to ask her how she feels about the money or how she feels about a particular decision that you're making will help her feel like she's being heard mm-hmm. emotionally, which might open up a new, a new possibility. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely starting to see the value of putting a planner in my life because I, Angela and I tend to go back and forth a lot. But mm-hmm. we're going to wrap this section up and the next section is called Doing It. So thank you and uh, thanks, guys. See you in about 90 seconds. <laughs>